Happy New Year and welcome to episode 239 of No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We're Chris and Emily and we are laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger once again in 2022. Yes, we survived 2021 and it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the hot seat. Good to be back podcasting. Good to be back behind the microphones. Good to be across the table from you and your cute face. And and my knowledge and wisdom of the scriptures. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> why do why does everybody laugh when I say that joke? I'm not that far off being no. an actual Bible scholar, even you though are, I'm known Chris, as the Bible idiot. You did, you know, that's your vocation, and you do, <laughs> did go to school for it, so... Kind of peeked around the scriptures quite a bit. You're legit, and, yeah. And I got some we're going to get to. In fact, if you want to know ahead of time, so you know that this rambling what, I'm about the... to get into is going to have a point. I want to know where the cowboy accents coming from oh is there a cowboy accent? there is yeah oh, I, I think it's because i'm really cold we have snow in kansas i don't is that know what it does to you i think so <laughs> <laughs> you talk deeper which one of the makes best you rodeos in the country is in abilene kansas where we live true so, yeah, yeah there you go it's wearing off. Uh, but acts chapter four is where we're going to end up along with some other scriptures so you know that when i start rambling that it actually has a point and emily has some let's just say serious pointed opinions about what we're going to talk about i do you do okay good yeah we are in the new year it is 2022 and i have a message i was here's what happened on sunday i was going to do um a message about putting god first in your life with your time with your money with you know your your attitude and when you put him first there's things that you just end up doing that you don't care what anybody thinks you're just going to do it because god's first and it was a beautiful message. Four points. The sermon notes were there. The slides were all done. And at four o'clock in the morning, I decided, no, just I'm going to share from the heart about what God's laying there about 2022. Well, see, so maybe it wasn't you that changed your mind, but God who changed your mind. Now, the audio, <laughs> I did air check it today, this yeah. morning. The audio is going to be you know, good enough for the podcast, but it really makes sense if you watch it because of some of the things that are happening. Okay. So if you want to watch it, you can go to lifehouse-church.com this week. It will be our midweek long-form teaching, which will probably come on Wednesday or Thursday. Again, we're getting kind of willy-nilly with the podcast because after 239 episodes, we still are trying to find our sea legs and we're probably going to change the website in 2022 to no apology all this different things have been coming we're still going to be the bible idiots but i digress sunday morning i threw all that out to have a talk about 2022 from a biblical perspective and that's going to be our long-form teaching this week so the chris and emily show portion this show right now which we are recording it is 1 48 p.m central standard time monday january 3rd as we're laying the tracks down mm -hmm. for this mm -hmm. it still comes back to the fact that 2022 is a year that i think for the christian for the sold out christian can be like no other ah well that's good news i hope so i know that we enter or we left 2021 there, there's just this tone of skepticism you know usually it's like yeah another new year and everybody's happy and everybody's celebrating and this year really had even more than last year just this tamped down tone to it yeah with a little skepticism maybe even a little trepidation with okay well 
hopefully 2022 will be a better year than 2021 or 2020 or whatever, yeah. you know? So, yeah, we noticed that. We felt that, too. Well, last year coming into this year, we had all the election upheaval and everybody kept prophesying that Trump was going to remain the president. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying one thing. I just kept saying, look, if you listen to what they actually say, that if Biden gets elected and gets in the office and if he can do even a third, even a quarter of what they're talking about doing, he will be the worst president in the history of this country, especially for the born-again Christians. And yeah. guess what? Here we are because Here his, we are. Uh, his approval rating is lower than any other president in history. Even even some of my liberal friends, not leftists, leftists will not be friends with Christians, right. but liberal friends, I do have some, and family members. Even they're like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, I have no joy, none, zero, zip in saying I told you so. Right. But I told you so. (laughs) Exactly. In fact, um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of like reporting that people are kind of surprised that Biden's even more left than they ever expected. And it's like. Uh, what were you expecting? Who are you talking? Who are these people that are surprised by this? Before we get into Acts chapter four, before we get into the coronavirus, which I think is the uh, the COVID nineteen thing, I think that is where the rubber meets the road for so all too. of us. Yeah. going into twenty twenty two, I want to give you an an example. Okay. And now I'll need you to stay with me through this analogy. Okay. Okay. Let's just say that the local garbage company put out a flyer saying that you and your house and Emily and her house and me and my house, that we were problematic to them and they no longer wanted to serve us. Mm. Now, then a little bit later they came out and they said, not only are we not going to serve them, but we don't want anybody else to pick up their garbage either. Mm -hmm. And then they threatened to burn our houses down. And I don't know why the garbage company has picked you and Emily and her house and me and my house. And even though Emily and I are married in this analogy, I'm trying to give multiple yes. ideas here. Yeah. And so we start to speak out against the garbage company. We say, this is not right. This we, we can see what they're saying, what they're going to do. And then they burn your house down and then they burn Emily's house down. And I'm like, I want to protect my house. And so I'm going to stand up against the garbage company and their tyranny. And then I have good Christians, well, I shouldn't say that. I have people who claim Christ, whether they have him or not, I don't know, come along and say, it's not biblical that you should be an affront to a good company like the garbage. Do you know that the garbage company serves most of this town without any problem? (laughs) And, 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 you know, if you're going to be in a church, you shouldn't bring up things about other companies. You should just bring up Jesus. You should just love Jesus. And if you love Jesus, he'd keep your house protected. But Emily and the listener right now, they both had their house burnt down. Well... And then that's where the conversation usually shifts. Exactly. To Romans 14, where the garbage company, Caesar, the government, or politics, or fill in the blank, if the tyranny is at your doorstep, do we not have a reasonable explanation, a reasonable responsibility, a reasonable thought process to stand up against tyranny, at least with words? Exactly. Yeah. And yet... 
that seems to be where this country has had a disconnect where your truth doesn't have to be my truth and I don't have to believe in what you're saying and you don't have to believe in my well my take on it is right and it's like nobody cares what my take is on it and nobody cares what your take is on it the bottom line is what is the truth of the matter and that's what emily and i were trying to get through to people over the last 10 years when we watched propaganda media come when we watched the obama administration which was the worst administration in the history of this country until the most recent one i mean i mean it's almost like you know joe biden said oh you're the Worst president in history, hold my beer, you know, (laughs) and off he goes. Let's go, Brandon. Hold my Metamucil. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) But I think that people have this tendency, particularly in modern America, to just take what modern America is and overlap it on top of the Bible and like it's the same. Like it's it was the same back then as it is right now. And so everything that is said back then is applied equally in the same way as it is right now. It's not, okay? People back in Bible times where it says, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, the truth of that statement, the reality of that statement is very different than what most people think of today in the United States. Here's the reality in the United States. If you live in the United States and you are a citizen, you are Caesar. Get it? You're the government of the people, by the people, for the people, you're the one that's in charge. So whatever you do, whatever you allow, you are the Caesar in that scenario. Get it through your head. Well, so <laughs> she means that in the most loving way. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. You no, know what I been, mean? We've been dealing with people that have been telling us that we should not talk about this. We should not say that. And, yeah. you know, you should obey the laws. Yeah. No and, matter what they are. And, you know, American waving the uh, the uh, American flag does nobody good talking about the Constitution. It's like you guys don't get it. Nope. We are in a dogfight for souls here. Yeah. And the freedom of the Constitution, the freedom of America through the Constitution gives us the right to proselytize about Jesus Christ. Exactly. That is our responsibility as servants of Christ, and they want to take that away. They're shutting down things. When Trump lost his social media, people are like, well, uh, whatever, no more mean tweets. It's like, no, you don't get it. They just announced that that Marjorie Congresswoman, they're taking her Twitter away. They took the Facebook pages down of the two Republican senators running for Georgia governor three days before the election, and so that the momentum could be built for these fake Democrats that came up and and stole those elections so that now they can have the Senate. So yeah. and so, you know, you look at Joe Manchin and and the stuff with the trillion dollar this and trillion dollar that. That's not what I'm talking about. Let's get back to the virus. Then let's get to Acts chapter four. All right, let's do that. The virus has been something that I didn't believe I was watching until I was watching it. And then I couldn't believe that we could not stop it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the virus. I'm talking about the pandemic surrounding the virus. Right. Now, just a little bit of refresher here. They would have had to have a bunch of major, major uh, support behind them going into the virus. They knew it was coming. Yeah. 
Okay, you can't convince me that at the end of February, with the racist accusations against Trump for shutting down travel, while Nancy Pelosi is going down to Chinatown in, in California on February 27th, saying it's safe, come out. Mm-hmm. De Blasio's in New York, it's safe, come out. And so they are now the champions for freedom and for people's rights. They wanted to infect as many people as possible. They knew it was coming. Then in March, around the 10th, it was 14 days to flatten the curve. And in the middle of that 14 days, a couple things really happened. One, propaganda media started showing these New York hospitals with these refrigerated trailers for all the dead bodies that were going to be coming out. At the same time, the NBA was the first ones. They shut down all their games. Surprise! And they pressured the the (laughs) NHL and other yeah. people that were playing in the spring to do the same, which they all did. 14 days to flatten the curve, then became this ongoing power grab by communists. No other way to put it. True. That's by their own definitions. That's what, what we're talking yeah. about. And what happened in the middle of that was the most sinister thing I have seen in my lifetime where we watched the governor from Nevada and the governor from Michigan, Gretchen Herr Hitler, <laughs> literally say doctors could not help people that had COVID. They also had a study being that was completed. It was There was a couple of them, but the latest one was completed on Redesimir. Redesimir was shown to actually kill people with COVID. And Fauci, at the end of March, beginning of April, with that in hand, started promoting that Redesivir is what you had to prescribe to people in the hospital. You could not prescribe hydroxychloroquine. You could not prescribe ivermectin or any of these other things. So it became blatantly clear to me through the power of the Holy Spirit, probably because I'm not that smart, Mm -hmm. but we had doctor friends send us the proof that they were getting these letters from these governors. We're like, so they don't want the people to be well. They want to control the narrative and they're trying to get as many people to die or get infected as they possibly can Mm -hmm. so that they can have control. And I went on record as saying at that time, and I think I was just slightly wrong, I went on record as saying it was because they needed to push for everybody to get out of the streets so they could have mail-in ballots so they could steal the election. Also, so they could shut down Trump's rallies and all of those things, which they did. But I find now that I think it's much deeper. I think they want the complete enslavement of the population and the ones that they want to get rid of, and I mean exterminate like Holocaust style, are Christians and Jews. Chris, how can you say that? Read between the lines they're not trying to heal this they're not trying to fix this and then the vaccine comes along and the vaccine is hurting thousands upon thousands of people and the media blackout on it is absolutely staggering that this many people would be in the tank or be that fearful that they couldn't even talk about how and many of my loved ones have the vaccine i have nothing against anyone who has the vaccine I won't take it because I have an immune system now, especially coming out of COVID, that I think is going to be fine. But even before that, I didn't think that I was going to die. And if I did die, that's the ultimate promotion anyway, right? (laughs) Right. right. And so now the lies around the vaccine are so outrageous. You have to ask yourself what's going on. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a huge, long, what are we at, like 14, 15 minutes set up on this Monday, January 3rd, to let you know that they are now talking about something that is openly being dismissed by the CDC. And what's that? 
That is that the vaccine saves others' lives. That if you vaccinate yourself, you're doing so to save others' lives. The CDC has come out and said, that's bunk. It doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. Everybody carries the virus. Right. The only benefit to the vaccine that I can see scientifically, and I've read a lot of the journals and a lot of the authentic articles, is that it might give you less severe symptoms should right. you be infected. Right. But it also alters your immune system. And so I want you to jump in, Emily, but I want to talk about our trip to Wichita and the billboards we saw in our Pandora yeah. ads. That's my next step before I go okay. to Acts chapter 4. Well, it's just interesting because along the way, um, you know, we you got to take all these little, you got to gather as much information as you can and then lay it all down side by side. And you start getting information like, number one, you were talking about earlier, Chris, all of a sudden governors are pulling certain drugs and saying that doctors cannot prescribe it like who are you yeah. you, you know heil whitmer yeah i mean they're, they're telling pharmacies they can't fill prescriptions for hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin right uh, what's, what's wrong with that pharmacies are now being told if they get prescriptions they have to ask what it's for and if it's for covid they're supposed to deny the prescription since when do pharmacies have that authority to know. I mean, th this is scary stuff. Now, the latest news, Chris, is very interesting because um, you and I both had anti the colonial antivirus uh, antibodies. Antibodies. We yeah. had the infusion. And within 12 to 40 hours, maybe. In 12, 12 to, to 24, 30, you're supposed to feel better, which you were. It took me about I did. three days. Yeah, it took you a little bit longer, but it took me 12 hours, and I was still sick as a dog, but it was bearable. Anyway, point is, that was the turning point of our sickness, and we did get better, right? You know, that point out. And they're starting to now pull that off the shelves, too, as well, saying some of these... Mo but here's the thing. When I went into the hospital... Uh, I wasn't admitted. I just went in to get the infusion. When I went to the hospital, they told me flat out, this has been very, very effective. Yeah. We have seen major effective results with this. And but the news Which story is what they don't want. But the news story is telling me uh, some of them are just not effective. And so we're pulling them like this is making no sense. And it seems like everything that is found to be effective, they take away. They're taking it away. There is so many things that are happening in our culture, and I'm going to tell you about the local county sheriffs. Yeah. And then I want to tell you about our trip to Wichita, and I want to tell you about right. our Pandora uh, ads. We we don't pay for Pandora. We're... <laughs> We're, we're broadcast people. We'll listen to Christmas music. We'll take that 30-second ad every six songs because, you know, we're, we're media people. We don't care. Anyway, if you are actually paying attention, and that's the key, there are so many that aren't, or they, they, they think that this can't possibly be happening to us. Mm -hmm. This can't possibly be what it is. Can't fathom it, yeah. When you talk about propaganda media, we're talking about people who aren't just twisting the truth, they're flat out lying. And they're not just lying, they are doing it with a flair and a believability that is deceptive. <laughs> yeah. They are really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And so the sheriffs of a lot of counties are coming together and they are saying it doesn't matter what the government tells us to do, we are going to follow the Constitution. Yeah. Now, I don't know what this committee or this uh, this group of sheriffs is called, 
but there is a leftist movement against them in the name of democracy. Listen to this and stay with me. The leftist movement, and I'm going to paraphrase, but I'm telling you the actual, actual, you know, facts of the matter is, the leftist movement wants to no longer allow people of the county to pick their sheriffs. Mm. They want them appointed mm. so that democracy can be upheld. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I'm not making that is I an know. actual factual thing, thing that's in the news over the last 10 days. Look it up. I know. And here's the sad thing. I, I remember my dad. My dad was, you know, a, a Reagan guy. And, and I voted for Reagan. The very first person I voted for was Reagan. And I looked and I was able to see the things that my dad was saying. And, and I could see what Reagan was doing. And I could see how it made sense. And it impacted life. And so many people don't have parents that do that. They don't have parents that can say, look, this is how it works. Like they're actually teaching you truths, not throwing their support up behind a party or a person, but teaching you truths about reality like gravity. They're real. You know what I mean? And my dad always said, and whenever something comes up on the ballot where should we elect these people, you check yes. Because the more people we actually elect rather than are appointed, the better. That's the way it works. That's a truth. That's a reality that put hand, that puts power in the hands of the people, not in the ruling few. And yeah. and I hate even using that term because they're and not the And I always the think when class. we get to this point, people are like, I tuned in to laugh louder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, we are starting 2022 very serious, very focused, and we're going to have the joy of the Lord. We're going to laugh louder. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to keep doing little comedy bits here and there when we can. But I don't know what to totally do with this podcast. I mean, it's just Emily and I just doing this as a hobby and just trying to fulfill our calling. And part of that is to be the watchman on the wall. And we are driving to Wichita, which is where our Costco is and where the really good shopping is and the good restaurants. And it's an hour and 30 minutes from where we live. And as we're going down there, as we get closer, we saw a billboard. And then we saw another one. And then as we're in town, we saw a third. And then we get home and we turn on our Christmas music. This is all between Christmas and New Year's. All this went down. And every other ad was the same thing, paid for by your taxpayer dollars. Yeah. And here's what the ads, the billboard, the one billboard said, don't let your last words be, I should have gotten the vaccination. <laughs> Which is, by the way, it's not even a real vaccine, but that's a whole other topic for yeah, another day. Yeah. I need Russ Miller to come on and talk about that because he's, go. he's got the scientific scoop on that. But nice. the other, what was the other one? Um, if you loved your family, you would get the vaccine because you will protect them. And then the voices on the Pandora ads. Do you want to protect your neighbors and your children and your children's friends? Then you need the vaccination. We stop the spread. Vaccination helps stop the spread. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. The CDC says the it CDC doesn't. The CDC says it doesn't. There's like 20 scientists that says it doesn't. The, vac the, the, the coronavirus, COVID-19, is carried by all human beings, equally vaccinated or unvaccinated, boosted or non-boosted. Mm -hmm. The only hope is that the vaccinated have less symptoms. Yeah. We found that not to be true. True, yeah. We had COVID with vaccinated people, and we obviously all got it at the same time, and everybody went through almost the same thing, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And by the way, 
all like 16 of us that have had it or 14 of us that have had it during that little strain all recovered. Yeah. The unvaccinated recovered and so did the vaccinated. That means why do you need the vaccine? Well, uh, I don't know if the vaccine is part of the conspiracy or not. I don't know if it's all part of just trying to get control of the people or not, or if it's actually something that will cause further harm down the line as they look for their big population control. Well, information coming out of Great Britain is that the vaccine is only 35% effective. Like, are you kidding me? 35% effective. So then that's their rationale for getting the booster. So you're going to just give me more of that stuff that's just 35% effective? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, seriously, 35% effective is not a vaccine. So with the the full-on media propaganda in your face, with the government full-on trying to control your healthcare decisions, with the media full-on trying to convince the people, they're still losing. They're still losing. They're still losing. Let's go, Brandon is growing day day by day. It's getting huge, isn't it? And there is a Christian contingent out there, and I'm speaking directly to them right now. If you are one of those people that voted for Biden, you do not have your eyes open. Plain and simple. We tried telling you. You don't have your eyes open. If you are one of those people that believe a prophet who has said that Trump is, is going to be our president in 2021, no matter what, well, guess what? It's January 3rd, 2022. At what point do you put that prophet aside? You know what we used to do in the old days? When I say we, I mean God's people. When a prophet turned out to be a false prophet. You got your head cut off or so, or the like. Or middle of the street, bad yeah, things happen. You didn't get to. Let's just say the lights went out one way or the other. You didn't get to just go out into the street and be talking for God. If you you are one of those Christians who tries to run down other Christians for wanting to stand up at such a time as this and trust God and promote God, and by the way, all of what Emily and I always did, if you go back and listen to any of our old podcasts or any of my old sermons, is when we try to expose that truth, we try to do it with the light, saying we need to have freedom in our country to keep sharing the gospel. We'll, yes, we'll go underground. That's what I hope the church gets persecuted because that's where the church really goes. Uh, no. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Well, let's start with you then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not. I'm not denying or the fact. That, I'm not denying yeah. the fact that persecution it is good for church God growth. God uses it for good. God uses many things for good. But I'm you doing a sermon series in 20. That. I'm doing a sermon series in 2022 on Joseph. God meant it for good. Joseph told his brothers that when he offered them one of the biggest grace moments in all of Scripture. Mm-hmm. It's a cool, unbelievable story, and we can have that same thing. God means 2022 for good. Yeah. That's the point. In the middle of it, our circumstances can't affect our belief. But we still want to hold on to the freedoms we have. We still, you know, when the power goes out and we suffer, we draw closer to the Lord. But I still want my lights on as long as I can. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? Some of us are putting our faith in 2022 and 2024. That, to me, is a waste of time. We put our trust in Jesus Christ. And here's the thing. The sheep hear his voice. What is Jesus telling you in 2022? And is he opening your eyes to the absolute conspiracy that is all around us right now? And I don't know if conspiracy is even the right word. The absolute demonic push to snuff the light of Christians and Jews is all around us right now. 
I want you to open your eyes to it. And then I want you to understand you can speak out because we are seeing people saved. We are seeing people coming out of lockdown, wanting to go deeper with the Lord. Maybe the Christianity has waned in this country, but those who are Christians, authentic Christians, are going deeper for such a time as this. If that's you, then you need to be part of this podcast audience. You need to share it with people, and we'll keep doing it because of that. But if you go to Acts chapter 4, Peter and John answered them in verse 19. What did he answer them for? Well, they got all you know, up in their grill about healing this guy and they shouldn't have done it. And the Sanhedrin were all mad okay. and they ordered them to leave and, you know, saying, what should we do with these men for obviously signs have been done through them to clear, you know, you know, clearly they, you know, the people in Jerusalem are not going to deny it. Let's threaten them against speaking to anyone in his name. Again. There you go. That, that sounds verse, familiar. Yeah, that was verse 17. <laughs> you shouldn't say that Roman. And then they just misquote Romans chapter 14. Anyway, you know, that's the thing about scripture before I get to verse 18 and 19 in Acts chapter 4. The thing about scripture is, like, for example, just take eternal security. Mm -hmm. You've got 30 people that can have verses, or 30 verses that people can have about justifying eternal security, once saved, always saved. And then you can have 30 verses from scripture that people use to justify, no, you need to walk with Jesus or you can lose your salvation. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So it's the same thing. But anyway, 18 and 19 of Acts chapter 4 says, so they called for them and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Cool. Have we not had that order from the rainbow flag waivers? Yeah. Are we not allowed? We're not allowed to. In the name of democracy. Yes. You can't say that anymore. In the name of democracy, we must appoint the sheriffs for you. Yeah. To Uh, to, to protect democracy. You healed someone with ivermectin and hydrochloroquine? We can't let that get out. That's right. Oh, no, 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 no. Peter and John answered them in verse 19 whether it is right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than God, you decide. Verse 20, for we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. We can't stop speaking about the fact that doctors are being silenced. We've seen and heard it. We can't stop stop talking about the fact that we see an evil that behind, not even behind, that's the thing that blows my mind. This is not behind the scenes. Right. This is in front of the microphones and the cameras. <laughs> they are saying they want to get rid of Christians right. and all things Christianity. They're not even hiding it anymore. No. And it's really, uh, you know, I have a friend that had gone to a couple different doctors because they decided, I don't really like how this doctor is treating me. So I'm going to go find a, try to find a different doctor, which is kind of the American way. You know what I mean? We've gotten such great health care, you know, until the Democrats worked their magic but uh we're so used to it and and so many things that we take for granted for instance i don't like that doctor i'm gonna go find a different doctor uh i'm gonna get a second opinion i'm not comfortable with that treatment we we've been a part of the process of our own treatment anyway uh a friend of mine she says to her doctor you know if i get covid will you give me ivermectin and her doctor responded saying it's not meant for human consumption uh, lie. So yeah. she goes to another doctor, and that other doctor, same thing. Would you give me ivermectin? No. Why? Uh, because I don't want to get sued. Do you really? They're not practicing medicine anymore. This is not medicine that they're that they're doing that they're practicing. This is politics and idiocracy. So when you see it, there is the big solution, and here it is: 
go deeper with Christ in 2022. What do you mean by that, Chris? I mean a deeper obedience. I mean a deeper study, a deeper time to fast, a deeper time to pray, a deeper time to help your fellow man, a deeper time to get into a life group, a deeper time to go to your church, uh, share this podcast, whatever. Do now whatever you can for the Lord. What if Jesus came and told you and Emily and I that on... The eve of the 4th of July, on July 3rd, you're getting ready for your barbecue. You're getting ready for your fireworks. I'm returning at 6 p.m. Mm. Let's say 6.07 p.m. Yeah. And, and, and you know that the Lord spoke to you. How then would you live your next six months? Yeah. Would you live it differently? And if the answer is yes, then you must ask yourself why. Why would you live it differently? And I want to live the next few days, the next few months, the next few years, however long Jesus allows. And I want to do it with abandon for the gospel and for the advancement of the kingdom and not stop talking about the goodness of Jesus. And when you talk about the goodness of Jesus and the light shines, you will see the darkness all around us. And I'm telling you, the biggest stinking darkness, just you know, cesspool around us is this COVID-19 smackdown on the American people with the deception that is wrapped up in this mandatory vaccine that's coming. And I said mandatory vaccine. You heard it here first. (laughs) Well, uh, everything they said they weren't going to do, they turn around and they do it. But yeah, you know, here's the reality. Even though we don't get to know when Jesus is returning, nobody gets to know. Jesus doesn't even know. Um, He did say he's coming. So he is coming. And so that we can count on 100%. And so our focus needs to be heavenward. Our focus needs to be prepared and ready for him to come. I can't remember, Chris, you probably do, who said those who are more heavenly focused do more earthly good. Those who are very earthly focused do not do as much good. So it's not... It's not fairy tale, you know, fantasy to be heavenly focused mm-hmm. in our life day in, day out. The more we are eternally heavenly focused, the more good we will be while we are still here. Yeah, that was A.W. Tozer. And, and Spurgeon said something very similar in yeah. his old English, too, yeah. um, that, you know, when you're heavenly focused, you do more good on earth. Here's the final thought. Okay. Um, first of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> If you stayed with us this long, thank you. Thank you. You're one of us. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, everything comes down to making Jesus Christ your portion and then being willing to share the truth. And when the truth starts to permeate you, you can't stand the lies. Right. And so when you see the lies all around, inside the church, outside the church, all over government, it's not about any of that. It's about watching people go from death to life as they recognize they're sinners and they have no other way. There's no way they can pay for their sin. There's no way they can account for them. There's no way on the day of reckoning they'll take their punishment. The punishment is eternal separation from God who cannot be around sin. The payment was made by the Holy One, the one who lived the perfect life, Jesus Christ. And when he offers you that forgiveness, you accept it as a free gift from your Savior, from your King. And now all of your sins are washed by the blood, never to be remembered anymore, ever. That is what makes you feel alive. And you say the propaganda media 
I'm not going to get angry. I just want to expose it. The lies about the vaccination. I don't want to, you know, get angry. I just want to expose it. You know, the government that is doing this anti-Christian stuff and this anti-freedom stuff, at the end of the day, they really want to hurt Christians and Jews, particularly Christians. They cannot live with Christians anymore. It's an affront to them. I don't want to get angry. I just want to expose it for the gospel's purpose. Keeping in mind that they don't really, it doesn't matter to them who, if anyone gets in the way, you can go too. You know what I mean? There, there's no affection for you because you're not Christian or not Jew. Right. Keep that in mind. Yeah. You, you're you as easily expendable as anyone else. And so you can look at that, just the abortion issue, where it's just like life is meaningless. And so it's not really even about the human beings here. It's the hatred towards God. It's the antichrist mentality. Uh, The Christians and the Jews are just the scapegoat, but they'll go after you too. So many people have thought that coming out of the, you know, the medieval ages and and the, you know, the, the the dark Dark ages ages, into enlightenment, into modern thought, into, Mm -hmm. you know, that we were enlightened enough that we would never go back and be that dark and that cold hearted because it was brutal yeah and lefty said look hold my beverage watch what i want to do <laughs> yeah. even hitler in the 40s people are like you you know the eugenics and all that could people really be that cold yeah, yeah they they yeah. and they're and they're here again and it's and all led by the same leader yeah. who fell from heaven years ago and jesus watched him fall we gotta go it's yes. it's this is one of our longer we're on almost on a 40 minute rant now we so. we <laughs> Emily, you gotta learn to control yourself in this new year. <laughs> Remember the scriptures, get into them today and, and just go deep. It's gonna deep. guide you. Yeah, it really is. Go deep in this 2022 year. We love the fact that you're along with us. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into God's word today and go and serve your king.